Welcome to Yes Catholic, the place where real people share their real stories and realize it is all God's grace on the move. I'm your host, David Patterson, and every week we hear a new guest share their story of how they came to give their yes to Jesus and his church. So let's get started. Really excited tonight. We have Tiana Williams here tonight. Thank you so much for taking the time to share your story. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. So for those who don't know you, why don't you share a little bit about yourself before we get to know you more with the rapid fire? Yeah, so I am a Catholic artist. I'm in Saskatchewan in Canada. Uh, I've been painting for about seven years, and my main focus is Mary and the Saints. That's an amazing summary. Yes, and the paintings <laughs> are incredible. I'm not going to lie. I work at a Catholic high school. I've ordered a number of prints that are on display, and our students and staff absolutely love it. So highly recommend checking it out for sure. Okay, so let's play some rapid fire. Uh, I'm going to rhyme off some questions. You answer as quickly as possible, all right? All right. Favorite place (laughs) to visit or one of? Okay, so in my ordinary life, my favorite place to visit is just going home to my family. I love going home. Um, But as far as traveling, my favorite place I've ever visited was the Camino in Spain. Wow. Yeah, Spain was absolutely beautiful. I actually got to go for World Youth Day in Madrid. It was an incredible experience to go there for sure. Okay, how would you describe yourself as a child in three words? Yes, I was shy. I was very earnest. And I was artistic. Artistic, shocking. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, go to order at a coffee shop. Uh, a decaf oat latte with like half a pump of caramel or spiced apple, something like that. This sounds good. I'm going to have to try that out. Okay, uh, go to short prayer. Kind of going about your day. Is there a short prayer that you have? Yeah, I have two. I would say. Um, I praise you, O Lord, for the wonder of my being is one of my favorites. Um, and the second one would be Come Holy Spirit. I, Come Holy Spirit. That's a good go-to. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's good. Okay. If you could have coffee with any saint, and I'm sure you have a lot of friends, right? <laughs> In the community <laughs> of saints. But if you could sit down and have coffee. Yeah, have? that that was a hard one. I, I think I would sit down with Pope John Paul II. Um, I think it would just be fascinating to talk to a modern-day pope. And just see what his experience was like. Um, I'd ask him like what the process was like canonizing certain saints. And I'd probably put some tough questions to him too, like how he dealt with some of the scandals and corruption. Mm. I think it would be a very interesting conversation. Absolutely. And I just love his love for the youth as well. I remember he came on my birthday in Toronto uh, for the World Youth Day. And it, it was just amazing just to see the way he spoke to the young people. It's just so powerful. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you last one, if you could ask God one question, what would it be? Yeah, this is also another tough one. I right. think I would probably ask him why he took some of the people in my family so soon, um, particularly my auntie and my grandmothers and the three babies I'd lost. I would just I want to understand his plan around that more because I would love to know, especially my my auntie and my grandmothers as an adult, you know? Mm-hmm. And of course, my babies. It's all a great mystery, but he works all things to the good. So he must yeah. have had them. <laughs> yeah, and I'm very sorry for your loss. I saw the post today. It was very powerful to read that. So thank you. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's begin with the uh, opening prayer. And I thought it's Mother's Day. So let's ask Our Lady uh, to intercede for us, and then we'll get you to share your story. Okay. Sounds good. All right. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother Mother of God. 
Pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. St. John Paul II, please pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, friend, let's dive right in. Where does your story begin? Just like that. <laughs> so, one day in August of 1993, <laughs> actually, though, I think a good place to start is the beginning because I was raised in a ministry family. My dad, uh, Mark Mallet, is a singer-songwriter and Catholic evangelist. And from my very earliest memories, I watched my mom and dad up on stage um, praising the Lord through music. Um, my One of my earliest memories is like learning the, the special claft, one of my dad's songs. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> and running around the church afterwards. And anyways, um, so ministry has just always been in my blood. Uh, but it, ministry, or rather, the passion that my parents brought to the ministry wasn't just for the stage, wasn't just for the church. They brought that into the home as well. They made our home such a, a beautiful, welcoming space. My mom uh, is also an artist, a graphic designer. She has a real eye for beauty. So she made our home such a beautiful space. And I grew up surrounded by that. Um, they cultivated the music and the movies that we watched to be truly beautiful things and uh, really encouraged my siblings and I in our unique gifts and talents. Uh, I've always been an artistic child. <laughs> I was often caught using my pastels or sewing something or making some weird project. <laughs> um, actually, I started drawing the saints pretty young. My dad had us kids pick a saint of the week and we would draw them and learn their story and then share it after dinner um, that week. Uh, I actually started some painting when I was, I want to say about 12 years old. Um, okay just like little babbling brooks and stuff, but I wasn't, I wasn't very good. I got discouraged pretty quickly and I, I let that go. But when I was about 15, I started experimenting with graphic design. My mom, as I mentioned before, is a graphic designer. She mentored me and uh, just helped me form that talent. And I did that for about 10 years. I worked as a graphic designer. So my career started at 16 okay. uh, and I had no idea how useful that would be. 10 years down the line when I would become a full-time artist. Right. But uh, around that same time, I started dabbling in digital arts. Um, my sister got a, a tablet for Christmas and um, I shamelessly helped myself to it. <laughs> so a few of the pieces in my shop were actually from that time. Um, Our Lady of Sorrows is one of those pieces. She's still one of my most popular. Wow. But I didn't actually start painting with traditional paints till 2015, right after I got married. Um, I started literally, I had a, a tube of gold paint that I had picked up somewhere ages ago. And I was like, well, I'm not using this anyways. It's not going to go to waste. So I started with that and I was like, oh, well, this is actually kind of fun. So I just started painting random things. And um, about two months after we were married, I found out I was pregnant, <laughs> which uh, was a bit of a surprise to both my husband and I. We didn't expect to uh, conceive so soon, but I spontaneously decided to paint Our Lady to tell my husband. So I ran to Michael's and I picked up some paints <laughs> and a, a canvas and I brought it home and I whipped up a painting of Mary and he walked in the door and he saw it and he knew instantly um, wow. that I was pregnant. So that's, I considered that the conception of my ministry as well. Um, it's so special too. Yeah, it really is. Um, especially considering the struggle that I had later on. But anyways, uh, over the coming months, I started painting more of the saints. Uh, actually, Pope John Paul II was uh, the second one I painted after Mary, if I recall. 
And, and is that is that on your Instagram as well? Because I believe I saw that one early yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. The okay. Pink background. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, and that one came together super easily. There was so much grace in painting that. I think it, it was like two or three hours that one came together. And I was like, wow, hey, I can do more of these. <laughs> so I had the idea to paint a whole series um, for my daughter's bedroom, which is currently hanging there today. Wow. Um, so I ended up painting six modern saints um, that, yeah, are hanging in her bedroom today. And um, once I had, I don't know, a dozen or so paintings, I was like, well, well, let's see if people are interested in in these. So uh, there's a local Catholic conference. I got a table and I just, I went all in. I ordered the business cards and the, cards and the signs and <laughs> made myself a website. <laughs> and uh, I had a table there and it was really well received. So I was like, cool. I guess this is what I'm doing now. And I just kept painting and uh, here I am. And, and what point did you basically decide that you're going to take this full time? Like to kind of take that leap of faith into that? Yeah. Uh, if I recall, that was, I think that was 2020, actually, right at the, right at the start of COVID, if I, if I recall. Um, yeah, I, cause I continued working as a graphic designer, um, until I, it just kind of burnt me out and I, I love my art and it was keeping me busy. So I took a, took a leap of faith and it's actually been providing for our family enough <laughs> for now. So that's yeah. amazing. Such a blessing. Absolutely. And in regards to faith life, like you, you were inspired to paint many saints, many incredible paintings um, of our Lord and whatnot of, of the blessed Virgin Mary. And I love too the fact that you're sharing your story on mother's day. I think that the Holy spirit kind of had that one in control as well. <laughs> uh, but at what point was the head and the heart beginning to join for you? Like you, you were raised in a, in a Catholic family. Were there any like encounters with the Lord that you had? whether it was adoration, I believe during your, your story that you shared, you spoke about like meeting Jesus in the Eucharist. You want to speak to that a little bit? Yeah, totally. So yeah, there was never a time in my life when I didn't love God. I've always had yeah. faith, but it really became my own. When I was about 14, I went to um, a youth conference called Ignite put on by face-to-face -face ministries. Uh, I just, my faith came on fire then I, especially in adoration I just remember being so deeply impacted by that experience, mm. uh, going home and, and actually getting into a, a daily prayer routine. And I went to that uh, conference every year for, I think, four or five years. And every year was just this powerful experience. Uh, and when I was 19, uh, I actually went on team. And uh, that was also an amazing experience. But there was one night in particular where I just couldn't sleep. I was... I had lots of thoughts running through my mind, something I was struggling with. And I think around 5 a.m., I just gave up and I, I went to the chapel and it was freezing in there. And I knelt in the cold and I felt God telling me to open the Bible to Song of Songs. And I, I mean, we had done a skit earlier that day of, you know, making fun of the your teeth are like goats or whatever. <laughs> I, I, I opened it up and I read the, the whole chapter or the whole book rather. And it felt like God was speaking to me, to my heart. And I suddenly recognized in Jesus in the Eucharist, that lover that my heart had been longing for. And from that moment on, he, he has been my first and truest love. And every other relationship that came after that was within the context of that love. And I, 
have held the men, <laughs> the, men the men that I courted and the man that I eventually married, I held them to almost a standard. And in my husband, I have encountered a very tangible experience of, of that love that my heart longed for. He has been so good to me. I'm so blessed by this man that I married. And I still love going to the to the tabernacle, to the church, which I'm very blessed is open during the day. And I sit in the quiet and, and I can just be with him. It's my favorite place in the whole world. <laughs> That's incredible. Would you say that you've received some of your inspiration from those moments of kneeling before? The oh, tabernacle? Totally. Yes. Um, I mean, it's never fireworks, never, not usually like angels descending, <laughs> <laughs> but usually, yeah, I, I always offer every painting, every project um, to the Lord. And um, there've been times of praying in front of the tabernacle where I just feel a lot of peace about a certain direction that I'm going with, with a piece or, or as soon as I've had ideas or I like to just talk out loud sometimes with the Lord and, um, bounce ideas off of him. And generally if I burst into tears, it's a good sign that <laughs> that one's meant to be. Yeah. Absolutely. And when you're painting the saints, I don't know if this is a weird question, but I remember I had to do a video reflection for our school on Sister Thea Bowman. And when I started learning of her story, I was blown away by her witness and her strength through like sickness and and everything. And so while I was editing that video, I did like some kind of reflection during the pandemic, but I was like asking her to pray for me as I was doing it. And I, I don't know why, but I just like sensed this presence, you know, and have your, is that a weird question to say, like asking the actual saint that you're painting to like pray for you? Oh, I do it, it? Time. You I do it all the time. Okay. So I'm not weird. Yeah. That's good. I asked them, like how, how would you like to be painted? Right. <laughs> because I mean, they, they were real people and yes. I'm sure they had preferences about, you know, maybe the symbols they'd like incorporated, the color they'd like to be wearing. I'm not sure, but I always, yeah. always ask for their intercession when I go into a painting. And I, I, I do feel in a very real way, like I'm journeying with them. And if I can, I, I try to read a book or something or, or their actual writings. Like I recently painted St. Augustine and I listened to his confessions. Yes, it's powerful. It's like journeying with a friend. It really is. Right. That's amazing. Okay. Well, that makes me feel better. So thank you for answering that question. <laughs> Well, you had a number of questions coming through the week uh, from the Yes Catholic uh, community. You want to try to tackle some of those? I'll do my best. All right. Um, how did you find inspiration? How do you find inspiration with what to paint? All right. So I do some personal pieces, but a lot of them are commissions. Um, okay. In the case of the commissions, I'm told what to paint. <laughs> and the personal pieces, I, I'll often have a concept in mind or maybe a a saint that's special to me at that time. And um, I just go from there, but the actual, how the actual image comes together is kind of unique. I have an interesting process. Um, I mentioned earlier, my experience in graphic design. I also have experience in photography and those come amazingly together with my other talents. So I always start with a photograph. Um, I dress up myself or my sister or my husband as that saint and I take pictures of them and um, that process often I'll just see as I'm taking the pictures, what, what works for how they're holding their hands, what they're holding in their hands, um, angle, facial expression, all that kind of thing. Um, So I start with the photograph and I bring it into Photoshop and I switch Mm. out the background. I change the colors of their clothes, et cetera. Uh, I swap out the face. Um, I 
usually use a stock photo or a combination of different photos to create the face that I have in my mind. And I just, I just tweak it till it comes together to be what I want it to look like. Um, and when I'm working for someone, like I'm currently working with Ascension, I send them that image and they let me know if it's going in the direction that they want and they offer their own criticism and ideas and we go from there. Um, so it's really neat because I get to see what the painting will more or less look like before I actually paint it. Before you even paint it. Yeah. So wow, uh, that leaves a lot of space to try different things. Uh, without a high cost, right? Because I can easily delete and move things around in Photoshop. Yes. Uh, All yeah. the different layers in Photoshop, right? <laughs> yeah, even like, yeah, can you make that a little brighter? The shadows are a bit dark, you know, things like that. Right. <laughs> and then that's from there, uh, I sketch it out on my artboard and, uh, and paint it. Wow, that's amazing. I was trying to picture like uh, when, when you were working on St. Augustine, what the heart was <laughs> as you were like doing the photography for that. I don't know why my brain went there, but it went there. So that's interesting. Yeah. Well, I had a lot of people guess that it was a pear, which I really wanted to do because of the pear tree story. And I just could not find references for pear trees. That's so fair. The flaming heart. <laughs> that's beautiful. That's good. Okay. How has being a mother and wife impacted your relationship with our Lord? That's a good question. Um, obviously, that's something I'm thinking about a lot today on Mother's Day. Um, yeah, I would say he's mostly been working in my heart to reveal to me what the feminine genius is and what that looks like with my unique personality and my lifestyle. Um, just, I guess making my heart a, a, a more welcoming space for others, being learning how to be genuinely interested in other people and paying attention to their needs, especially the needs of my children and my, and my spouse. Um, I've experienced a lot of suffering in my motherhood um, in, in a, a few different ways. Uh, I, struggle with some mental health issues. And I had a few really hard years um, where I would hyper-focus on my painting, which was in some ways a gift because I could get a lot done, but then it was so hard to pull myself away from that and be present to my daughter. And I felt like I was such a failure <laughs> in that. So I, I've had to work so hard to, to find that balance between my work and my passions and my motherhood. And I also struggled with um, unexplained infertility and recurrent loss for over five years. And that was obviously extremely painful. And yet in that time, God, God used that pain to show me the kind of mother he wants me to be, the kind of wife he wants me to be, hmm. uh, and to draw me closer to myself and reveal parts of my heart that I didn't even know were hurting, like, things I was grieving that I had never thought about before. And uh, he's healed me so much in that time. Um, we welcomed our little Maximilian Michael to the family. Right. And he is such a gift. Yes. Um, my heart today is just so, so grateful and so peaceful for the, the journey that he's brought me on. And I know it's not done. Um, I, I'm sure I'll have pain in the future. <laughs> we mm. might have more losses, more struggles. We don't know. But uh, today I'm, I'm very grateful for the woman he's 
turning me into and I have a long way to go, but uh, becoming more feminine, uh, more the woman of God that he wants me to be has, has been a big part of that. Yeah. Well, I saw um, in what you shared today that you actually wrote a letter uh, to every child that you lost. And I think that this is such a beautiful way to grieve. Um, and I actually encourage a lot of our young people who lose family members to, to write a letter uh, to them because that's allowing yourself to actually grieve in a healthy way, right? Which is so important to do. Yeah, that was a huge step for me in that, in that grieving process. And I read them again today before I buried the box and it's neat because when I wrote those letters, I hadn't, um, I wasn't pregnant with Max yet. So um, I was still looking ahead to potentially years of, of longing and grief, but I was really letting myself let go. I was returning those babies to Jesus and, and offering them into his hands. And mm. that was, I would say that was a real turning point. I think I needed to get to that point, And that was something that needed time. God needed to go through or take me through those years of, of struggle to get to that point. Um, again, it's hard to understand always why we had to hurt so much in the first place, but I know I'm a better person today because of what I've been through. Mm. Yeah. And I love how you speak to just struggling with finding that balance as a mom. Cause as you were saying that I was thinking, man, I, there's probably a lot of parents who relate to that. I know I do uh, just on the ongoing struggle of, you know, being present to our children, but also doing what we really believe that God is calling us to do at the same time and finding that happy balance. I think it's yeah. uh it's a journey in life, right? Yeah. I, I've, it's basically come down to me of just doing the duty of the moment, which is an idea I learned from Catherine Doherty growing up. My parents mm. do, do the duty of the moment, <laughs> right. but it's so true when, when you are just present in the moment and what God is asking of you at that moment and, don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about next week. Whatever emails are due, whatever it is, if you just, yeah. if you're obedient in that moment, then you're doing the best thing you could possibly do because you're doing God's will. That's right. That's awesome. All right. What is your hope? I love asking this question. I ask every, every single week I ask each guest because I think it's so important, but what is your hope for the future of our church? Yeah. I, I pray for unity. I yes. Pray for a renaissance of beauty. Mm. I We have such a wealth of culture and tradition in the church, stretching back literally thousands of years. There is so much we have to offer the world, so much that is quickly being forgotten that I wish we could reclaim. But we're also in the modern world. We have so many amazing tools and incredible people and talents at our disposal. And I hope that we can bring all, all of that together, keep what's good and move forward into the future with, with all this beauty and tradition and culture and revitalize the church, revitalize the world. Yeah. I love that. And I, I think about that a lot, actually, just like we have so many tools today, you know, and really we should be bringing the best of the best with music, with video production, with all of it, because truth, goodness, and beauty and communicating that, right. It's so important to do. And I, I think you do it just so well. You capture like the, sorry, just let me kind of like celebrate your, <laughs> your work right now, but like goodness, beauty, truth. It's literally captured in every single painting that you do. Right. And we just need more of that, you know, which is so important. So. Yeah. 
well, I mentioned earlier my unique process, and I think in some ways that's why God has allowed me to really suck at drawing. Like, I can't create a, a concept sketch from my mind. Like, you'd be amazed how bad they are. <laughs> I think he's allowed that to use my other talents that are very reliant on technology, right? I'm using Photoshop and yes. Um, but with those tools and, and a few others, I'm able to create something traditional, which an oil painting, right? Right. Um, kind of almost like a bridge between old world and new. Yes. But you can see too, throughout your story, just how the Lord was, is taking all of the things that you've experienced and, and whatnot and using it all for his glory. Yeah. Right. Which is in costume design. Cause I, I sewed like 60 costumes when I was a teenager for a, a girl's camp that I'm a part of. And I, I use that skill too. Cause I saw that's part of the process. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh it's kind of weird when I actually think about all the things that have come together, <laughs> but that that's just the Lord. That's the Holy spirit, you know, it's who weird. totally has control over all of it. So Amen. that's amazing. <laughs> well, I'm not, on that note, I just want to thank you so much for your yes to Jesus and his church. I mean, when I came across your paintings, I was like, I have to order these for our school community there. They are incredible. And I can't wait to see what paintings come out next. Like they are just, as I, as I said, they capture the truth, goodness, and beauty. So thank you for your yes and for your witness. And it's just inspiring. If people do want to learn more, uh, if they'd like to order some prints, how could they go about doing that? Yeah, so you can check out my website at sacredartbytiana.com. It's T-I-A-N-N-A. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook um, at uh, sacredartbytiana. Uh, and yeah, I'd love to hear from people. I'm always available for messaging um, or email. And are prints available in Canada, the U.S., worldwide, if they wanted to order? Yeah, so my available? is available to Canada and the U.S. Um, okay. The Ascension series Prints are available on my website in Canada. Um, for the U.S., they're available on Ascension's website. Um, and then international customers, just shoot me an email, and, uh, and I'm happy to give you some shipping quotes. That's amazing. Well, once again, thank you so much uh, for sharing your story tonight. Would you be able to close us in prayer? Yes, I can do that. Well, thank you, Jesus, so much for this opportunity opportunity to share my story. Um, thank you so much for giving us so many wonderful people in your church, so many beautiful stories. We ask you to send your Holy Spirit to revitalize the church, help us to use all the gifts, talents, and tools at our disposal for the good of the world, for the uplifting of your kingdom. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the ministry, please share with others, post about it on social media, or please leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest stories, you can follow us on Instagram at yes.catholic and visit our website, yescatholic.com. If you have benefited from Yes Catholic, please consider joining our Patreon community. Visit patreon.com slash yescatholic. I would like to thank our current patrons for your ongoing prayers, support, and contributions that have helped Yes Catholic reach thousands of souls all over the world each week. 1 Peter 3.15 says, Always be prepared to make a defense to anyone who calls you to account for the hope that is in you. You have a story. Don't be afraid to share the good news of how Jesus Christ has moved in your life with a family member, friend, or colleague. Give Jesus your yes every single day and watch the ripple effect of the gospel. 
Join us next week. The journey continues right here at Yes Catholic.